Welcome to your 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast with Sancho West, where I talk about movies, video games, music, and sometimes wrestling news all in 10 minutes. Today's date is May 10th, 2021, and let's go ahead and put 10 minutes on the clock. Here we go. All right, today marks the anniversary of Uncharted 4. Five years has passed since the release and they released some of the numbers. They said 37 million players have booted into Uncharted 4, while 13.3 million players played the multiplayer. So it's a very exciting news. Very good to go back into the times. Uh, I kind of touched on briefly in terms of my history. If you're new to the channel, Uncharted 4 would be the second pillar of the kind of foundation for my gaming career and content creating after having a very successful, I would say, stint in The Last of Us, making over like hundreds and hundreds of videos for The Last of Us, various loadouts, a lot of in, like fan community involved type loadouts. It was really fun. We finally got into Uncharted 4, which was Naughty Dog's, of course, next game. And for me, what I've learned, and this is the thing that a lot of content creators in the gaming space should definitely take notes of, is that because you're not if just because you're not popping off in the game popping like the the game the meta game the game that's on popular and trending on google trends and it's on top of all the charts and whatnot and maybe that's favored by the algorithm that doesn't mean you should not necessarily make not make content for it you should use that time to perf perfect your content so that when there is a game that's in your niche or and or in your wheelhouse You'll be ready and prime and prep. You know what kind of what it takes, what kind of schedule, what kind of workflow it takes to make content for that. And you will propel yourself. Use this opportunity to practice. We've seen so many of the popular Twitch streamers and YouTubers and content creators of today kind of get their start in a different game. So, you know, this would be like kind of where I got my start with The Last of Us and then Uncharted 4 is when I really started cranking a lot of videos. Uh, you know, I remember opening the 25 crates videos. I remember doing the top 10 videos. And my favorite series by far for the Uncharted 4 was um, the build-up to the actual release, just playing the beta when it was just two maps. And uh, I, essentially, I would release stream highlights of my time there. And so I, I, I in itself really enjoyed that Uncharted 4 content creating. And the thing I wanted to touch on is two things outside of it. One, the single player in itself is a phenomenal game. One of my favorite experiences playing Uncharted 4 single player was the chapter inside Nathan Drake's house. I thought, what a fantastic way to tell a story by not action and not explosions. And they've always said in Naughty Dog is always trying to find the next big action set piece but for me, my lasting memory would be hanging out with Nathan Drake inside of his house and him being a married man. And that really hit home for me because that's when, you know, I am a married man. And some of the things that he was doing and some of the conversations that he had with his wife was exactly the same kind of thing that I had. And it was just so fun just to be able to relive the memories of the past games inside of Nathan Drake's house, going to his attic, going to various uh, knickknacks around um, the emotional flood of nostalgia that hits you so hard in that chapter, and it's just emotional. There's not, no other better word to explain how magical that chapter was. And, you know, I can't even remember a set piece off the top of my head besides the ones, uh, you know, that E3 trailer. But that one right there was by far the best thing that ever happened in Uncharted 4. Also, you know, 
to go back into the content creator side of things, as I mentioned, made a lot of multiplayer videos. And at the same time, I built my started my hosting and casting career with Uncharted 4. It really means a lot to me. In fact, I remember making a lot of those top 10 videos and then someone reaching out to me via DMs on Twitter was like, we really like your video content. And this happened to be a company that was hosting a tournament, the Uncharted 4 Canadian Tournament. Uh, it was a very fun time. I learned a lot from my first experience. It was really cool to be flown out to Toronto, to be put up in a hotel. And then what was really fun was meeting the fans afterwards. Uh, there was an individual that gave me a break, like a little care package. And it was really cool. And I think what was really nice about it was feeling, uh, you know, feeling that that appreciation was really cool, not only on a professional level, but in the fan level. The games themselves were really challenging when I casted those. It was my first experience in terms of being on in a, in a land party, in a land setting, so to speak. It was really cool. They had it in a movie theater. So if you imagine you're in a movie theater and you walk in and you see all the competitors on the stage. So what was very difficult to part it was um, the caster that I had next to me wasn't experienced in Uncharted. Had to do a lot of brunt of the analytic and play-by-play. -play. Um, and he was a great hype man. And the thing is that the competitors were kind of themselves. They weren't traditional Uncharted 4 players. Some of them were from the Call of Duty community. And you know, no offense to them, they were there just to collect the bag. And they didn't play the game the way it was designed. Granted, Uncharted 4 was not designed to play competitively. We did a team death match, and essentially the players were just sitting in corners. And uh, it was, it was, it was kind of, it was, it was like drag. It was, it was something. I did a lot of work for what it was, and I made it very exciting. And I think it, what it was, it was just my excitement and my love that Uncharted was getting a tournament here, and this is gonna be really dope to see it in the main stage. It'd be really cool to finally have. Naughty Dog multiplayer in the eSport. And I really do believe that it can't be an eSport. Um, there's a lot of lots of things that Naughty Dog needs to do to be able to get it to an eSport standing. A spectator cam, a lot of overlays and stuff like that. Honestly, all I said is like, if you just give us a theater mode and a spectator cam, that's all we need for the Naughty Dog community to make a sound multiplayer. We've, there are so many community tournaments, not only for Morley right now for the last one, but, you know, back in the day, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3 had so many of those tournaments. And that's the thing what it brings me back to now, the multiplayer. 13.3 million players played the multiplayer. And I feel like, you know, my soapbox is kind of worn down here when it comes to Naughty Dog and multiplayers. If you're a longtime listener, you know exactly where I stand when it comes to Naughty Dogs and multiplayers. They're phenomenal at it, world class. Just don't put a lot of love into it. A lot of exposure love. And maybe the numbers don't lie, but in, in terms of you know concurrent players and things like that, so for 13.3 million, that is that is not a number to ignore. And considering that it's all the way up to May 2021, which is today, that's a huge number that there's people still playing it. Granted, Uncharted 4 should definitely, definitely do two things. One, condense their playlist. There's often there's too many playlists in the Uncharted 4 multiplayer. Just cut it down to team deathmatch and objective, and that's it. And I know the rank is still there, but maybe cut that out too. I'm not sure. The thing is about it is that it takes forever to get into some games sometimes. And sometimes some playlists are completely empty. And the second thing is, please, for the love of Shuhei Yoshida, take down my Uncharted video. Like, I mean, I put that up, bad boy, like five, four or five years ago. And my Uncharted video is still on there on Uncharted TV. Uncharted TV was my inspiration to be a content creator. And my bad boy is still on it. Like, let's go. <laughs> I feel bad for those players. 
I mean, there's nothing I can do if you're watching and or listening, so to speak, and you're like, I've watched your Uncharted top 10 videos a thousand times. There's nothing I can do, player. Literally nothing I can do. That ain't up to me. I And I always, it's really cool to get people to say, like, I used to watch your Uncharted videos. I get that. I support you. Why don't you play Uncharted? There's just nothing much for me to do when it comes to Uncharted. If they announce a new game, I could be happy to get back in the grind for Uncharted. Even anything next for the next Naughty Dog multiplayer, I'd be happy to get back into it. I mean, it's just something I'm, I want to grind and sink my, my teeth back into. And the thing is, like, even though now, you know, making Fortnite content, making content on Returnal, Apex, I'm co continuously making content for my video game stuff on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, and things like that. I'm, I've always tried to find ways and try to expand, try to perfect my craft with the team that I have with an editor and I do have a social media manager. We are always working really hard to make the content. Uh, it is really the really tough part for me would be the YouTube main channel, right? A lot of that burnt work was done on my shoulders in terms of the last of us and, and then uh, uncharted four. And then when we got to Fortnite, you know, started doing some things, started, you know, doing really well numbers, but of course what ended up happening, you know, life always finds a way and life did definitely find a way. And they gave me a beautiful baby girl. And I have a three-year-old now. It's crazy to think. But I had to full stop all the, um, you know, all the YouTube content creation on my own in terms of handling the thumbnails and things like that. So I'm definitely trying to get back into that. I just wanted to make this podcast to kind of think about Uncharted 4 and its memory and what it means to me so much as my career and what it meant to me and so much for not only that, but just in terms of fostering an awesome community. So... It's really cool to reflect back on five years and how much it, I, I I will leave you with this. One of my favorite memories that I've ever had as as a as a host and a caster, mainly a host. I was hosting a thing on Twitch Gaming and it was the after awards. I believe these awards were for the gaming awards and we're doing a post show. And I'm sitting there and I'm doing all my things. We have a rundown. We're talking about their awards with my co-host. We're interviewing a lot of the developers that are the winners. And my favorite memory is I'm sitting there, and they're and, and over here, over the earpiece I hear we have the Naughty Dog devs. Naughty Dog devs coming in for their reaction to the Last of Us Part Two win. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm just flowing. I'm in the flow. I I don't know who it is. So I'm like, let's go ahead and bring in the winners of today's game of the year, Naughty Dog. Let's see who we have here. Because again, I'm remembering. I'm I'm interviewing a lot of different developers, so I'm like, let's see what Naughty Dog hit. And I'm thinking it's Scott Lowe or Arnie Meyer, who are the community managers at the time. I think it's more only, mainly Arnie. I doubt it's Neil Druckmann. But it brings in Kurt Marginal and Anthony Newman. Now, those names may not mean nothing to you, or you never heard of those names. But those are the guys that I remember seeing as game designers for a very long time. Kurt Marginal was the guy that I met first. Anthony Newman has always been a nice guy every time I see him at gaming conventions. And it was like an awesome reunion to see them because they became the game directors for The Last of Us uh, Part Two, And to see their growth, and then for me to see my growth in terms of hosting and casting, and then for us to reunite, it was a very special moment that I will never forget. Because it was like seeing your friends do well and seeing yourself do well. It was really cool.
But that is your 10-minute checkpoint podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to rate it high wherever you find it. Be sure to tell your friends. I really appreciate you listeners. And I'll do my best to see you Wednesday. I'm going to take down my whole entire studio and install a standing desk. So there may be some downtime. But I'll see you around. Peace. Adios. Adios.